Show 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Let's talk a little Ute football. Let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Lease any handset and get an iPad for $99.99 shopping. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Joining us now, he writes for The Athletic. And Gordon, he has those boy band good looks. He is Chris Camrani with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Chris, good afternoon. How are you? I was wondering if you guys were setting me up with the Backstreet Boys, and I'm glad you were. I'm glad there's something to be said about the, the music intro for your guests. <laughs> well, they they are our band of the day because they are here to be playing in the arena tonight, which I'm sure you already know because you've already got your tickets. Oh, front row, yeah. Front row. See? There you go. No, I'm going to be in one of those suites, one of those fancy suites. I don't even know what they're called, but that's that's the plan where they have the free candy and stuff. See, here's the problem with how you did that, Jake. See, Chris, Chris is like Brad Pitt. He he, he is uh, he wants to be respected for the craft, for the way he does his job, not for those boyish good looks that he gets commented on all the time. This is, I mean, women come up to Chris and ask him for his number just when he's walking down the street. Right, Chris, and that gets that really becomes a hassle after a while. You and I can relate to this. Jake can't. He doesn't know what that yeah, feels like. But I don't. Uh, you, you have to earn the respect that, that through your hard work, not just what you were the looks you were blessed with. Yeah, luckily, uh, Samson Nakua came up to me at practice today, and we were you know chit chatting a little bit, and he asked me if I graduated from college last year. So that makes me feel good. I guess I still have the, the boyish looks going, but. I didn't have the heart to tell him that it was, you know, 12 years ago, but whatever. I can't, I can't, that's, that's beside the point. So whatever you guys want to talk about, let's, uh, let's, <laughs> let's ditch the Backstreet Boys. Uh, listen, Chris, now you may be going for Brad Pitt, but at, uh, at Utah practice, they're looking for Stevie Wonder. So tell me, what did you not witness at, uh, at Ute camp today? Anything not stand out? <laughs> Man, you're trying to get me blacklisted, Jake. Um, <laughs> let's just say that the most important player on the team was cleated up. I what? guess you can say that's 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 important. Um, but I don't know, man. I mean, you guys were there. This is a, an interesting era that we're living in. Um, luckily, we still have three three weeks of camp left to go. Um, I guess luckily or not so lucky, if you, depending on how uh, how you look at it, what lens you decide to decipher it through but you know we're just about a week and a half through and um yeah most important player on the team was cleated up and jogging today yeah and you know i gotta hand it to you chris that you didn't cast any doubt on uh on uh certain players availability There are a few. There are a few in there, Gordon. That was good. That was Bill Orm-esque, man. I'm proud of you. <laughs> All so, right. so Chris, what, what do, as you've been observing these practices uh, and talking to the players afterward and the coaches, uh, any impressions uh, early? Um, I, I guess my biggest takeaway so far is that 
the offensive side has been really excited about the installation of the Andy Ludwig offense. And I think most players would say that regardless. I don't think you would come across a player who would say, I hate this offense, this offense sucks. Uh, but everybody that I've talked to is pretty excited about what this look is going to look like in terms of playing to the strengths of the of the team. Um, obviously, they're going to be a run-first offense, and that's going to be able to open up the play action for Tyler Huntley. Um, and I am interested to see what the uh, offensive line starts to look like starting next week, probably see who gets those spots solidified. And, um, you know, we're not allowed to talk about injuries, but we need to figure out where Britton Covey is in a couple of weeks too, because he's their most important player on the outside. From what they're saying, they seem pretty comfortable replacing Manny Bowen at linebacker. Are you kind of hearing the same thing that they're they're pretty confident Devin Lloyd can step in and get it done? Yeah, yeah. the um, The Devin Lloyd story is an interesting one. I actually wrote something about him today on the Athletic. Um, interesting kid came up out of high school as a wide receiver and transitioned to safety his last year of of high school down in San Diego and just kept growing and growing. And um, you know, I talked to his high school coaches this week and they were saying that they never really envisioned him as a safety in high school because when you can play two ways and you're a, you're a tall athletic dude, you're going to be a wide out and you're going to be a defensive back. But as soon as the Utah coaches saw him in high school and ironically enough, they went down and watched him at a basketball game and that's when they decided they wanted to offer him and make him a linebacker at the next level. And he's had the luxury of, you know, sitting behind two pretty good linebackers and Chase Hansen and Cody Barton the last couple of years to learn and, He's uh, been pretty outspoken about how ready he is, and um, a go-to quote is, pressure is only applied by the individual. So he seems to be handling the, the early pressure on uh, pretty well, but I think it's easy to say that, you know, the first couple weeks of camp, it's another thing to uh, perform down in Provo in front of 6,000 fans. Chris, a lot of us believe that this could be just a great, great defense overall. Are you uh, having sensing that same thing? Because really, I mean, they're strong in the back. They're extraordinarily strong up front. And these linebackers of which you're speaking, Devin Lloyd being one of them, uh, they're going to just be asked to clean up the mess. Yeah, if they stay healthy, I think they should be up there. Um I, to your point about the defensive line, it is kind of absurd how many talented players they have being able to roll in and out. And I think that's a luxury that not a lot of teams have. Is you know Maybe their front four are strong and they might be able to uh, get after the quarterback, but the, the luxury that Utah has is their four best players can take rest and you can sub guys in and you might not even miss a beat. I'm, I'm very interested to see how the you know changes in the secondary in terms of Terrell Burgess and Julian Blackman moving over to the starting safety spot. Um, some some new spots for them, especially regarding Julian, because he came up as a cornerback, as you guys know. Um, but he's put on a lot of weight. He looks pretty thick. I think he added about 20, 25 pounds this offseason. Um, and he looks the part. Um, but, again, it, it all boils down to injuries. But those are the two spots on the field that you could argue that Utah are the deepest on. Chris Camerani of The Athletic with us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Chris, what did you make of the report that Utah is spending over a million dollars in, I think it was 2018, on their recruiting budget, and it's the highest in the Pac-12? Yeah, I mean, I think they kind of have to. If if your recruiting footprint stretches from the Isles of Hawaii all the way to the South Beach in Miami, I think you're going to have to be willing to invest money. And, you know, those flights aren't cheap. I mean, I think Lewis Powell last year flew all the way to – Australia for a recruiting visit to get to some guys that they ended up getting. So I think it just goes to show that the game is 
going global. And Utah is, um, fortunately or unfortunately, a little, uh, I guess, they're not a little. We are landlocked here. But if you're going to go to California, Texas, and Florida, those those trips are going to cost quite a bit of money in terms of sending guys out there, getting recruits to come visit. Um, and the Hawaiian Islands are the same thing. So it's not that surprising. I think you look at uh, schools like USC. I mean, they get to pretty much stay home if they want and get the kids that they want, or they have in the past at least. Um, Oregon, I think, maybe stretching it a little bit because they, like Utah and Washington, have really – expanded their own Polynesian pipeline, um, and they're getting kids from all over the country as well. But it's not that surprising. And Kyle talked about how important it is and how it's proven to be important for this team to get the sort of depth that they necessarily need now to defend the Pac-12 South Championship. Chris, uh, how concerned and impressed are you uh, with Tyler Huntley and what he may be capable of doing this time around? Yeah, I'm I'm really interested to see how this offense is tailored to his skill set. Um, he was talking about how he's excited to go down behind center, and that's something he hasn't really done his entire life. And he said going behind center and huddling up more gives him a chance uh, to break down defenses in real time and audible, change things up. Whereas traditionally the spread offense is, you know, you kind of know what your first and second and third options are. Uh, this is going to be a very different look for Tyler in Utah. Um, what he has going for him is a bunch of really good running backs behind him. Uh, the offensive line, as, as we've talked about, does need to be sorted out. Um, but, I mean, anytime you can say you're three to four, maybe even five deep at the running back position, that's that's a pretty good um, problem to have. Uh, I And I think with the wideouts that he's working with, these are all guys that he's seen before and he's dealt with before. He has, he's not necessarily breaking in any any newcomers. Um, but last year, Britton Covey was his guy, and I think that's going to continue as long as Britton's healthy. I also think the tight ends are going to play a huge role in this offense, and they're they're pretty deep there as well. So I'm excited to see what Tyler can do. Uh, you know, being able to play off that running game and the play action pass will definitely be into play quite a bit. Chris, thanks for knuckling down on this uh, interview and uh, putting a wrap on it. <laughs> we, we do appreciate. We do. It's uh, it's true. That. You know. Thumbs up for me, guys. Thumbs up for me. Chris, thank Chris you. Chris is walking that tightrope, isn't he? <laughs> he yeah. is. He's no, uh, he's no newbie. No, he is not. <laughs> Chris, you're the best. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Thanks. Chris Camerani covers the Utes for The Athletic. I don't know if the knuckles have anything to do with anything, do you? I don't. Uh-uh. No, I just know where they're located on the human body. I thought that Stevie Wonder line was pretty funny. I saw the excitement in your face when it was uh, cooking in your uh, in your in your brain. Over Gordon, there. you saw nothing. That's what I've told you time and again. You saw nothing. Yeah, I uh, I hear no evil, see no evil. What's the other one? Speak no evil. Speak no evil. Well, I speak evil. Well, two out of three is not bad, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Want to remind you about Diamond Airport parking? Begin and end every great trip with Diamond Airport parking. Diamond offers car to curb service twenty four seven. Airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water. Plus, no one beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport parking just off five fifteen in Redwood Road. Park, ride, and save. Diamond Airport parking. Let's give uh, let's give a certain running back a hand for showing up, putting the cleats on today. He did that. He had the cleats on. He was at practice. He was padded up. He was. <laughs> oh man! All right. We'll have more of the big show coming up next. Stay tuned. Big show, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty of the zone.